We should uh, do an audio hijack theme song. And we should definitely do it before Lex gets back, gets here. Hijacking audio left and right. It's the audio <laughs> hijack you love to fight. No, this is why we should leave this to Lex. <laughs> Jack, it's audio hijack. <laughs> I don't know. It ain't low jack. It's hijack. You know who's really happy? Uh, is it me? No. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, probably yeah. not, though. I not mean, like, nearly as happy as Tim no. Cook, right? Well, I mean, few people are in life, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, if I know anything about Tim Cook, is that he is an Could be all emotive, the money. happy gentleman. Could be all the money. Might be. Lex, or Lex, you're not Lex. John, <laughs> you're still, you're, I'm so tired. You're still operating in last week's show. Yeah. John, I, I, if, if, you know, Tim Cook, this is what we know about him, right? He doesn't say good morning. He says good morning. <laughs> good morning. That is exciting. He's very enthusiastic. Yeah. He all, literally says it every time he's out there. Oh, we are so it is, excited. It, it seems like you. it's kind of a lot of work to bring, uh, uh, it looked like a Mac SE, right? So this, Tim went to a, yeah. The opening of the is it the first? It's the first Indian first store. It's in yeah. Mumbai. Yeah, it's in the Bandicoot uh, complex, and, uh, or AKA known as BKC to those in the know. Okay, and a man brought uh, a Mac SE30. Well, looked like a Mac SE30 to uh, to the opening. And is it possible Tim's <laughs> enthusiasm is like uh, like a sign to security? Like, please remove this man. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I mean, or he's just yeah, he's very confused. He doesn't know how to react, and so he. Went into some sort of default mode. <laughs> he rebooted. <laughs> they reset his NVRAM and he was all. Yeah, you should put that. We should put the um, the chime, the restart chime to that picture. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, um, and I think with opening a store is one of the things that they have to do in order to be able to make things there. Or is it the other way? No, it's the other way around. They have to be, they have to be making things there in order to open a store there. Is yes. my understanding like the in the Indian government has a requirement that you have to be you have to have like a business presence in order to sell your stuff there. And in other words, the com- country has to be able to reaping some of the benefits as opposed to just being you know shoveling you money. <laughs> right. We don't have that here. <laughs> no, not us. Well, I mean, we have our own variation on it, right? Like, um, I was just thinking about the fact that we have the. Uh, uh, the, this this week they announced the uh, incentives for EVs, right? And the whole issue with those okay, is like they have to be built Wormholes, in the country. Like, that there, there's the highest no, level of the um, of uh, rebate is only available if you your your car is sort of meaningfully made in America, including like the battery okay. stuff. Okay. So a lot of cars do not qualify. That list got trimmed down significantly. Um, so, you know, like only certain Teslas are on the list. And I think several of the non like American automakers, like no, no Volkswagen EVs. I don't think any of the, the bunch that were not on there, uh, that might qualify for smaller incentives, but like that's kind of the, I don't want to say poison pill exactly, but it is the detriment in that bill is, is essentially making it harder, um, for a lot of the other EV companies to compete. So we kind of have our own form of protectionism. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Oh, oh, look who finally decided to show up. 
Oh, I'm sorry. This is a closed uh, episode. If you <laughs> wouldn't mind waiting. Do you uh, have Do you have something to talk about? Do you, did your did, was your uh, was your was your problem topical? Did you apply? I, I have a no idea what the problem was. <laughs> are, we, are we doing a Zocdoc read <laughs> <laughs> today? No, um, no. I, I, I literally eventually fixed the problem by restarting the Mac, and I have no idea what the problem was. So, I, uh, uh, so the usual. Oh, why did you start with that? Yeah, uh, because I didn't think that was a problem. Why don't they make the whole Mac out of restarting? <laughs> that's what, that's what you used to do with OS nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Well, I was thinking about that actually minutes ago because I I also have having like a weird issue with my um, wireless keyboard where I will type and it's very slow for letters to show up, and it was in really irritating. Um, and I solved quote unquote solved that problem by plugging it into the computer. <laughs> so I'm guessing Bluetooth still sucks. Yeah. 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 That's been my experience. I wonder, I didn't have as much of an issue when I was using the review unit with the old wire, like the wireless keyboard they gave me. I'm now back. I'm on my, my own Mac mini with my old keyboard and magic trackpad. Uh, and it makes me wonder if this older magic keyboard is just shittier. (laughs) Also possible. Yeah. But I've had, I had a lot of trouble. I eventually had to ditch my old magic keyboard. I mean, I, mine was the really old one though. Um, well, that was was that the pre Magic keyboard, the wireless keyboard, the one with the, the AA batteries and stuff. Yes, there's no magic in that one. John. <laughs> Not anymore because it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, no, this is the one that came with the. I want to say one of my must have come with my 2017 iMac, probably. So you know, it's a little older, but it's not ridiculously old. It's just a keyboard. It's just a Bluetooth keyboard. It does the standard thing. But I don't want to replace it because my feeling is at some point in the not too distant future. They will come out with ones that have USB C instead of Lightning. Next Sunday, I AD. Wanted, I just want to wait for that one because I want to replace it twice. Really. All right. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't as I interesting like, as I Lex's mean, you, problem you that on, I don't you understand. Gotta you got to get on the uh, the keyboard ch- train, man. I mean, you got to you got to be buying. Is that keyboards a train like, made entirely of keyboards? <laughs> yes, it, it, because. When you get on the keyboard train, you buy a new keyboard every week. <laughs> you cannot get off the key- keyboard. I, I do train. not understand actually that whole world. I, I don't do. either. I bought one mechanical keyboard, thinking maybe I'll get into this, waste all my money, uh, and I didn't like it. It was too loud. Oh, like man, I, I love a loud keyboard. But I I look stuff up on podcasts, and I don't want to be sitting here like click click click. Well, click, click, I, you know, my loud keyboard is in the post? attic. My loud keyboard is in the attic. I'm in the basement. I don't think we can hear it from here. <laughs> Uh, the typing is coming from inside the attic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what goes on out there when I leave. <laughs> I guess that's... I, I, am, I like okay. to imagine all the action figures come to life. <laughs> You've got like your own form of Toy Story happening, basically. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. They're just up there partying, you know. They're not typing that's anything. That's true. They're super drunk. <laughs> they have me I know what else is in your office. <laughs> they, they deserve to be drunk. That's you know, I've been through the wars, literally. Um, uh, so there's a bunch of rumors and reports out there about stuff that could be coming down the, the pipeline in the not-too-distant future next Sunday, AD. Yes, John. Um, <laughs> I and, was wondering if anybody... Oh, Thank I, you. I, I, Thank I heard you it. For uh, but I had a, there was a baffling report from Mark Gurman this week about like new laptops coming in sometime between now and June, basically possibly in WWC, but I guess it could technically be earlier. And they're like, again, we're back to this, like, there's a MacBook Air, 15-inch MacBook Air, and there's a, 13, a revised 13-inch MacBook Air, but they probably won't have the M3. 
and I'm still sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck that means. <laughs> like, uh, I heard Jason Snell suggest on Upgrade this week, maybe they'll just add more colors to the MacBook Air, which I guess is possible, but even now, adding other additional SKUs of the same computer feels like a weak tea, I guess. Maybe, maybe more air. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I just want, I let you have a little bit there. That was a little, a little extra air. Did it feel good? <laughs> Thank you. No, it felt like I was coming up for air. It felt good. <laughs> Gasping for air. Uh. Anyway, I I don't know what the hell that means. I don't know what a revised MacBook Air that's not using a new processor is, or why Apple would release one. Yeah. No, that's a fair question. Puzzling. I didn't understand why you were puzzled by it until you talked it through here. But uh, yeah, it's I, I it's also, the same computer. Do you? Who do you think? Or how, let me try this again. German. German is known for having good sources and getting good intel, good insights. Do you think it's one person that he knows? Do you think it's multiple people that he knows? And what do you think is in it for the Apple people? Like I understand that all of us have you know uh, covered Apple. Some of us still do professionally, besides this podcast, and you do work to cultivate sources. But typically, most Apple sources are pretty tight-lipped about secret stuff. How do you think that he specifically is going at it? I think he's probably more people. I think that number has probably increased. Like, it would not surprise me to know he had, like, a good source in his early days. And then he basically, because of all the press he got from cultivating that source, however, he cultivated them. Other people came to him, is my feeling. Yeah. Um, But I still think he only has limited visibility because his reports, while good often seem like they have some holes in them. Like, just in terms of what stuff he does know or doesn't know. Like, in this case, like, what is a revised MacBook, 13-inch MacBook Air? Like, what does that mean? Uh, and if he had a really good source, one presumes he could explain, this is what is different. But he doesn't. So, I, in terms of what's in it for other people, I think there's a bit of an ego aspect to it, right? It's like, I want to show off that I know secret stuff. Like, and I want to I wanna tell you. <laughs> Um, but it's weird when you're only telling a reporter whose identity, who's keeping your identity secret, because you're really yeah, only proving to Mark like that. Or then you read some, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. See I mean, it's way. the same. The same. Like, I think you know, if we turned off the recording, uh, Lex, you might have stories that you would share with us about <laughs> things that you don't want to talk to in public, right? Like that are secret That's information. Never happened. <laughs> it's never happened. Um, I don't know. People like knowing things. People like sharing things. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. And some people want to talk to a reporter because they are excited about it. And <laughs> Unless you have military know. secrets. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that's also a separate thing. But yeah. Yeah. And like I'm, Apple employees, I'm sure, have signed NDAs that say they're not allowed to leak stuff. And they leak stuff anyway. And I, I don't really begrudge them. I just don't quite get it. I guess because if, if, if I'm in the know about an Apple secret thing that I'm working on, I kind of get excited about it being released when it's released, I think. I'm, I'm surprised that people are willing to give away their secrets to the press. I, I totally yeah. get the notion of I want to tell people that I know, but like, I, I don't think I'd want to tell the press. <laughs> I think I'd want to tell yeah, somebody I, else. It seems risky, and I, it makes me wonder how far up the chain some of these people are, because there's also the idea of like, and people are, I think, believe this happens more than it does, but like planted leaks, yeah. right? Where Apple wants to tell people stuff and is sort of using that for their strategic benefit. And that definitely happens, but I don't think it happens that often. Right. So Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I, I don't know what exactly the rationale for all of this is. And some of it is like, 
you know, uh, I'm guessing he picks stuff up too along the way. And like, even some of it might just be breadcrumbs from people that he knows that aren't like, you know, telling him whole details. Oh, you know, I can't tell you this, but like what I can say is blah, (laughs) you know, right? Like, so I I think there's probably some of that going on as well. Yeah. You're saying he's not gluten free. (laughs) Breadcrumbs. I was there with you. I was thinking about (laughs) Passover joke for a while. It's a uh, very serious show, people. Please, yeah, <laughs> with loads of topics to discuss. Well, okay, but we uh, there is there is a fairly big one. He, speaking of German, he he, you get you didn't talk about this. Last, I listened to the show. You didn't talk about this last week, right? We were um, waiting for you. The uh, the bomb that he dropped in his piece about WWDC, suggesting that Apple in iOS 17 will announce side loading. Mm. Yeah, I I actually there's a really good take on this. I think from um, Jason and Mike on upgrade, which is I, I doubt that Apple will come out during the keynote and be like, no. so now we allow that, right? They're not <laughs> yeah. going to do that. Right. If right. there's anything It'll be a there, footnote. if even that, like it may be one of those things where you have to read the tea leaves and sort of be like, they announced some new feature and you're like, that's a weird yeah. feature. And then you think about it and you're like, oh yeah, that'll make right. this easier down the road if they, if they are get forced. Cause they're not going to do that until literally their arm is twisted. Yes. Right. And that has not happened yet. It has been threatened, but it has not officially happened yet. So I would not expect them to come out and say this is a feature of iOS 17 because there's no reason for them to make that move until they are forced to. Yeah. Agreed. It's also interesting and, that they would... And, and if, even, when, even when they do, they're still going to try and get money for it, right? Yeah. They're still going to try and get paid because that's what they do with the... They were forced to, in the Netherlands, allow dating apps to use other forms of payment you know other outside the letter letter of the law baby right like they're gonna get they're gonna do exactly what they are required to do and no more yep i i'm intrigued if apple builds in this support for side loading uh and makes it available worldwide if they're only required to make it available in, in europe yeah that's an interesting question as well i mean and some of that's technological and some of it is legal right like from a technology like it's possible other countries will follow suit, so it feels like this is a thing you want to prepare for, you know, in case mm-hmm. this happens uh, elsewhere. But also technologically, like, is it easy to do country by country, or do you need to like have you know? I'm sure they can or would. I mean, like the same story going around right now about um Montana's voting to ban TikTok. And it's like, I don't know if there is a mechanism for saying an app is not available in a state. I've seen suggestions that that is the case with like gambling apps, but I don't know if that's one where yeah. it's like they don't show up in the store or is it one where it's like, if you download it, you can't make an account or something. Don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible they could just filter by billing address or something, right? Like they just look at I your guess, zip code for your credit but, card if man. you got that and just be I like, would- okay. You don't get this. Mm. <laughs> mm. I think they should ban all apps. <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what a sweet bad. solution would be is web apps. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a sweet solution. No. Oh. They should probably should. do that. I think people should just get off their iOS devices and go outside. Oh my gosh, what yeah. an incredible segue. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's time to reclaim your weekend. Sunday lawn care can take one thing off your to-do list. Instead of spending time working on your yard, you can spend time enjoying it. Sunday is everything you need to get the lawn you've dreamed of. 
This spring, go to GetSunday.com slash rebound and enter your address to get a customized plan created just for your lawn. No trips to the store or hauling heavy bags since they ship straight to your home. You just need a hose to apply Sunday. You can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes to watch an episode of your favorite TV show. And they only use ingredients you can feel good about. No harsh chemicals, no long waiting periods, or trying to keep your kids and pets off the lawn. Simply apply, let it dry, and you're back to enjoying your yard. Sunday is easy, and while some lawn care services cost more than $1,500 a year, Sunday's full-season plans start at just $109. Uh, my lawn is green and lush and beautiful, and uh, Sunday gets some serious credit on that. Uh, and it actually truly is fun to apply. You just They, they ship you these things. They come in, you know, cardboard boxes. You open them, and then there's these things you attach to your hose, and it really just works, and it's it's fun to do. Sunday's offering rebound listeners 20% off. Full season plan start is just $109. You can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash rebound. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Sunday for their support of this show and for going the whole nine yards, or really as many yards as they have customers. Why is it the whole nine yards and not the whole ten yards? Yeah, I've I've read articles that try to explain it, and I still don't yeah. know the answer. <laughs> hmm. Yard arms. Mm-hmm. 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 That's, yeah. That seems right. Yard articles. Uh, we do have um, typically in our our post ad read section is where we get to listener questions. You guys want to do some <laughs> some listener questions? Yeah, sure. <laughs> these, these are Rebound Prime members, and Dan encouraged me during this week that we should do a push for Rebound Prime membership. So if you haven't yet signed up for Rebound Prime, now is the perfect time to do so. We're running a sale, save 0% uh, on any subscriptions that you do right now. <laughs> Prime.reboundcast.com. You know what you get. Bonus episodes, bootlegs. Uh, join the Discord and submit questions that we answer right here. Uh, so I don't, I don't understand what's happening at all in the first question. This is from Hebridine Don, who asks... Has anyone seen Jane Ritt and Margot Madison slash Ren Schmidt in the same room? <laughs> is, is, is this um, a Biff question? I don't, I don't understand. No, I, do, I do actually understand all okay. of this question. Okay. okay. Uh, our friend Jane Ritt, who um, is married to my one of my longest serving friends. No, is, that um, me? <laughs> is, he, is she married? Know, are to you married you, to Jane Ritt? No. Uh, Jane is a lovely person married to my friend Evan, who I was one of the groomsmen at my wedding I've known for forever. Um, Jane does bear a resemblance to the actress Ren Schmidt, who plays the character of Margot on For All Mankind. Um, they're both redheads and they have like, you know, we're like kind of a similar like facial structure. So I have not seen them in the room at the same time, but I can vouch pretty like sincerely they are different people. Huh. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, there you go. We, we haven't discussed, I think, on this podcast how uh, Jody Balfour is on two Apple TV Plus shows and is great on True. Yeah. I like to pretend she's playing the same character. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she does two different accents, right? She Neither of which well, is her actual accent? No, that other one, the one on Ted Lasso is her accent. Oh, it she's is. Her accent. A, okay. She's New Zealander, I believe. Okay. Uh, oh, is that? Is that? Oh, okay. I thought, I thought she was doing a British Sorry, accent. I, I, didn't back. Notice, is, I didn't notice that. She is South African. Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, listener Jeeber wants to know what are your favorite emoticons? <laughs> I so, guess I'm okay. going to answer this by going to my emoji keyboard and seeing what I use the most. But they change uh, how often, like how many choice, like how many usages does it take to like move stuff around in like your frequently used section? That's my question. It's a good question. So can we, can we, do we need <sighs> emoticon is just. It, is text characters right oh that's right call, he's, he said yeah. emoticon not emoji yeah no, that's a fair point 
Okay. Yeah. So smiley face. Um, I used to really like the wink to show this is a joke. Mine's the shrug without without a doubt. I use the yeah. shrug all the time. Same. Uh, so you say the shrug is like the one with like the Japanese characters that looks like the. Is it Japanese like, characters? I Aren't some of them Japanese characters? characters? I don't think so. I, I literally have a text expander or whatever I use. Someone, now, a text <laughs> someone who knows Japanese. Let me. Let me oh take no, a look. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's something. That looks oh yeah, one of them is. Yeah, the one in the middle is. Yeah. Thanks, John. The I also are, the others are not. One of Japanese. them is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I said. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the shrug. Smile I take the eyes is shrug. I use is that, that a lot. A, so does that qualify as an emoticon? That's absolutely me, an emoticon. Okay, yeah. emoticon for me, I'll, I always took as the sideways representation. Very like. Yeah, yeah, I understand. That's a fair definition, but I think that if you're using text to make an icon, <laughs> it counts. Okay. For fair. a long time, I enjoyed using. Um, I, I had a special emoticon which was like five or six at symbols and then a smiley face, and that's the emoticon for Marge Simpson. Got it. Uh, if we're if we're including the shrug, then uh, uh, tape table flip. He just he just sent. Yeah, that's a good one too. I like that one as well. <laughs> table flip. Uh, but I mean, if I I'm going classic, I got to go with the uh, colon capital D, basically, right? Yeah. The like open mouth. Smile. Oh, good one. I like that smile. By the way, we're sending all of these to each other, and it's quite delightful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also enjoyed that the table flip one in my head. That is always Kirby or oh, or. It's either yeah. Kirby or one of the uh, the the ghosts like from Kirby. Super Mario. This is 100 percent true for me. It's always Casey Liss because I feel like he used to use it a lot. So I always think <laughs> he of Casey flipping the table. Lot. But that picture, particularly the features, make him look like the uh, what are they the 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 booze? What are they called from from Mario? Yeah, they're they're booze. They're booze. Yeah. B o o s. Yep. Not to be confused with the drink. All right. EJ wrote an essay, so I haven't read this before. We're gonna go for it now. Uh, on last week's episode, another listener asked if there's a non-creepy reason to have a hidden USB charger security camera. This reminds me of the police raid that happened to Afro Man's home in the last year or so. Afro Man, the singer of in my college years, because uh, I got high. Allegedly, the cops tried to disable all of his security cameras, but still some footage was captured showing cops taking his money. If you have reason to believe the cops might raid and try to steal from your home, disabling obvious cameras as they go, would this be an acceptable use of a hidden camera? Afro Man later incorporated the security footage of the cops into a music video named for the lemon pound cake one of the cops eyed up in his kitchen. The cops now are trying to sue Afro Man for humiliating them. This has had the predictable result of making the video more popular, compounding the humiliation. So the question is, do uh, does that's a pretty good use? I got to say, cameras, yeah, yeah, that the police could find when you think you're going to have police come to your house. Is that a reason to use a hidden camera? Yes, it's a an acceptable use of a hidden camera. But you could probably get, I think, less creepy hidden cameras. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it, it is one of those things where it's like if that's the excuse you're looking for so that you can have a camera to use for creepy reasons, like, okay, still consider that. Right. Um, also, just get like ceiling mounted ones that have really high ceilings. That's my <laughs> something. <they> can't get <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Because it's, can't a, reach it's the super camera. fun to see the cops try and jump and grab it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, if you even better, if you have it dangling on a string that's then connects to something, you can like pull up and down. Oh, you're so close! You're so close, you almost have it. Um, I'm just typing dangling on a string because this is what I do during the show. Uh, listener Tomo writes with the recent lack of moderation kerfuffles on Substack, what is Lex's plan with his parenthesis our intermittent Lex? I saw this question come in. Uh, if you don't know, I have a Substack. It's called our intermittent. It's called your intermittent Lex. It's yours. It belongs to you. It belongs to the people. Um, 
It's uh, where I write, I don't know, somewhere between life and business advice. It's business advice couched as life advice, or maybe it's the opposite. I don't know. Um, and as soon as I launched the Substack, I had various people reach out to me to say, hey, you know, Substack sucks, right? And yes, yes if you remove the middle letters, <laughs> literally just spells that. So here are the issues, right? The, the longer standing issue is that Substack, the, the, the accusation is that Substack and I, I don't say accusation to imply that I don't agree with it. it is the correct accusation <laughs> is that Substack um, has a poor record on trans rights, uh, in part because they have offered money deals, cash deals to writers who are known for having anti-trans rhetoric as part of the things they write about. Uh, so it was, I think, it was either Glenn or Syracuse who was talking to me about this at one point. And so I, I think it was Syracuse. And so I made some posts. Uh, where I talked about the fact that trans rights are really important and I take them very seriously and that Substack's uh, history on that subject matter sucks. More recently, <laughs> um, Substack sucks on thinking that, you know, they have to uh, not enable uh, racist dialogue, I guess, on their Twitter competitor. Is that notes? Is that what they call notes? I haven't even looked yeah. at notes. Mm -hmm. um, so here's here's my take. And this it dovetails with a question that's going to get called back to, or a question from last week, which was about, are there bands that we don't listen to? If If I didn't, do business with any company that I hated, then I probably couldn't do business with any companies because all companies do some shitty things, even our favorite companies. And we've talked sometimes about the things that we have to wrestle with that Apple does that we think are shitty. Um, but I'm certainly not going to stop using Apple products. Substack is a harder one, right? And if it were incredibly easy to move to a better thing, I'd be very open to it. One challenge is, honestly, I have paying subscribers on Substack. I don't know what happens if I move them. Like, I think I have to refund them and then hope that they sign up again. And that's a business decision that I have chosen not to make right now. Like, Or I guess I've chosen to make the decision of not doing that because it's part of my income. <laughs> so uh, my plan is to currently continue to do nothing and hope that someday somebody makes it easy for me to do something <laughs> else. Uh, but it, honestly, it the for the stuff that I use it for, it works really well. They're making very little money off me personally, um, but driving some actual material income for me. And uh, I feel guilty about it. So there you go. Thanks for the question, Tom. <laughs> I guess the, the other... the other How are your cars, wonder... Lex? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was going through a tunnel. What? In your car? <laughs> I, uh, I actually have a, a post going viral on Mastodon today where I simply posted the photo without comment, although with an alt tag. Um where it's a, a Tesla, I think it's a Model 3, and it's got a bumper sticker on it that says, bought it before we knew how awful he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so. really I, do I, enjoy that. Yeah. I almost took a picture, this is the the flip side of that, I almost took a picture of it, I walked down a street in my town that I don't usually walk down, and there was a uh, like a driveway, and it had a bunch of, uh, like it had two chargers and two electric cars in it, but the, there was a Tesla parked there, a Tesla charger there, I don't think the Tesla was there. And it had a sign up that was like a you know a no parking joke sign, but it was like Tesla parking only. All others are unworthy or something. Oh I gosh. thought about taking a picture of that, being like, "How's that sign age for you?" Yeah, uh, I um I wasn't gonna talk about it, but what the hell? I have no secrets on this show. I did uh put down a deposit to to pre order a Rivian so that I could start the process of replacing. Wow, I mean it's not gonna be available for like probably a year, so I, and it, it won't and it won't have CarPlay. <laughs> Yeah, well, none of them do, so it's fine. Um, what what is do Rivian none of them really do? I mean, I mean, uh, none the, of the the Hyundai's the Hyundai's do, don't they? Yeah, I was gonna say none of the um, buzzworthiest electric vehicles have them. That's maybe yeah. the here's my question: Is this the uh, so this is the like SUV one? Yeah, the SUV one, not the truck yeah. one. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
Okay. Well, Tomo, now I feel bad. So thank you. Um, <laughs> Mahir writes a much nicer question. He writes, listen, Tomo, there's nothing wrong with your question. It's a totally fair and reasonable question. I just feel bad because I don't have the right answer. Uh, Mahir wrote, Lex has written many uh, songs, but he has written and re- but has he written and released any songs about Dan and John? He's got songs about John Syracuse <laughs> and other people who are not his co-host. Why yeah. are Dan and John left in the yeah. cold? Yeah, I don't yeah. think we'd like. I don't think we'd like the songs, John. I think. What that's about the... Scarecrow's brain? <laughs> um, the song I wrote about Syracuse, mostly Jason Snell wrote. I wrote one verse, um, and it was a parody. Uh, and I wrote a theme song to the rebound, and these guys hated it. <laughs> Parody of John Syracuse. Uh, no, it was a parody of Under the Boardwalk that Jason wrote. Um, I do have a song that mentions Dan, so it's really only what? Waltz who should feel guilty. The theme song. Me? The theme song I, to uh, Not Playing. No, says, I should not feel guilty. You Lex should feel guilty. I mean, that's the name of the show, Lex. That's your name, I Dan. That, I don't know if that counts. It counts. It plays. Mm, mm, interesting. Uh, Maltz, do you want me to write a song about you? Or Maltz and Dan, do you want me to write a song about both of you? Also, to be Again, clear, I... The, the Not Playing With Lex and Dan song is a collaboration. <laughs> That's true. It is my only collaboration theme song. I wrote a theme song, and Dan's like, I can make this better. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it like that. It's, it was implied. I meant I can enhance it. Mm-hmm. It's already great. Um, and I, I think the only thing I've done is the Soft Layer song. <laughs> yeah, that, was that, is, that is fine work. It is. Uh, if that you're wondering my best well, work. <laughs> John, we did compose while Lex was gone. We composed the audio hijack theme. That's Ooh. right. Yeah, we worked I'll on have it to anyway. Listen to that. Yeah, I think we would go back and listen to that. Yeah. Uh, Mahir wrote about this because I do have a new album out that includes many, but not all of my podcast theme songs. Uh, I couldn't put Not Playing on there because that's a Dan collaboration. You don't have to pay him. But if you go to lexfreeman.com slash internet, you can see my new album, The Internet's Out. Uh, it's available wherever you stream music. Um, <laughs> ifix.cz says i am confused i thought that we had at least 14 manufacturers committed to next-gen carplay and now gm wants to cancel it they talk about making money on subscriptions but bmw already tried that so it really looks like we will need to pay either way don't you think well so the carplay thing my understanding is apple announced several partners that it claimed it was working with but that those partners have never announced anything so it's unclear to me they say still on their page vehicle announcements coming in late 2023 um that could mean anything honestly because those companies are probably not like beholden to releasing anything right they could just be like yeah we looked at it and decided it wasn't for us (laughs) so um yeah i don't know we'll see what happens i mean i think it's We've been over this before. I think it's stupid of GM, um, but um, there are other companies that have come out now and said they're still on board with CarPlay, including I think Ford came out and said they were still yeah. like, very big on it. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, it would it's certainly a thing that would tip me over towards a buying a different car. Like Certainly is or is not. It would. It would. Yeah. If I were in the market for a car and one car's like, we've got this next generation CarPlay integration yeah. and another comparable car was like, yeah, fuck CarPlay. I'd be like, well, I know. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly I know which I think, way I'm I going. think it would definitely do the same for me. I also think that when Apple talked about it had all these car companies, it was probably like <laughs> Porsche. <laughs> Porsche. Yeah, probably companies true. That, so, like, doesn't help most of us. Um, yeah. I don't know. I... I think that these car manufacturers are dumb. <laughs> I also understand not wanting, and we've talked about this a bit, but not wanting to cede your dashboard over to Google or Apple, but it's dumb. Just at least, at least 
at least the option of allowing people to connect their phones that they take everywhere with them seems yes. like a smart move. A hundred percent. Sarva wants to know, is more... <laughs> This question didn't strike me as funny until I tried to say it out loud. Is Moltz silent Carl? Who would like to explain I, this question? Yeah, somebody needs to explain it to me because I didn't. I don't get it. Uh, I host a game show on the Incomparable Podcast Network called Friendly Competition. Dan is the scorekeeper. We used to have five contestants. The game flows better with four contestants, so we added the fifth, Silent Carl. Oh. Carl is inspired by Jackbox Games, which sometimes has a non-playable character join you named Carl. And... Um, Sometimes Dan or I can play on Carl's behalf, or just if everybody else gets it wrong, Carl gets points. Um, and Moltz is not silent, Carl. After the recording of the most recent episode, um, Jason Snell had the suggestion that ChatGPT could play on silent Carl's behalf, and it actually turns out to be a really good idea. Jason was having a lot of fun submitting questions from the game he had just played to ChatGPT and getting pretty good so answers. I've, I've been replaced because I was previously playing the part of Silent Carl. So, uh, But you still get to keep score because Silent Carl can't. I mean, <laughs> ChatGPT can't handle that. You still get the worst can't, part. Can't it? <laughs> okay. Um, so no, Moltz is not Silent Carl, but Moltz is on every episode of Friendly Competition. He just doesn't talk on most of them. <laughs> He's Silent oh, Moltz. Oh. Yeah, we both got there. I think I've been on fine. one of those. Well, usually, was, uh, I usually have to beg you. you. Most people volunteer to be on shows, and you I go to and ask directly. I know. And I don't like I'm doing diff- that. I'm difficult I feel like, that way. I feel like you don't want to be on it, which is okay. I don't think that's a, 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 I don't think that's you having an opinion on the show. I think you don't like being on game shows. That's my read. I, I, I'm not huge on it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. Um, so it's, it's so hard it's, for me it's to. It's difficult and frightening. Grok. I don't know. I really like, I really like game shows. I Same. Uh, he's not the only person who's been on Rebound who doesn't want to be on game shows. And I, I support that. People won't do it. They shouldn't do it. Um, and finally, listener Chris wants to know. Uh, our favorite theme park ride? It's a good question. Oh. Um, uh, Space Mountain. I thought that would be what Moltz said. I don't think that's what it's called anymore. Is it, it's not called Space no, it's Mountain still, anymore? It's, really? still, it's still Space yeah. Mountain. Could be, you know. I feel like it the has. Last time, the last time I was on it, it was probably still Space Mountain. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought it had some new name. But, oh. No, they do different styling sometimes on it, but I think still fundamentally it's. It's. Okay. Um, Indeed. According to T Mobile Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like it's still Disney <laughs> yeah, World. Every T- time you're going, down, you're going down that like slope at the end, it's like, <laughs> get more. <laughs> uh, for me, ooh, loyalty to my favorite, um, I think it's really hard to pick just one. Loyalty to my favorite like uh, franchise suggests Star Tours. But I would have to say, um, the cars ride in Disneyland is fabulous. Yeah. That's uh, a fun ride. Radiator Springs. Yeah, Radiator um, Springs. Radiator Springs is a great ride. And then also in Disneyland, the Indiana Jones ride, also pretty great. So I, I was thinking about um Radiator Springs, uh, which is amazing. And in part because it's basically not a roller it's basically like a, a dark ride or a roller coaster, except you're in a thing that just feels like it's, it's a car. It feels like you're on a road. And it's not even a roller coaster. What I like is it's not a roller coaster because it doesn't have a lot of, right. it doesn't have drops because I don't like drops. But it's like it's like if you were in slot cars, basically, like yeah. like giant yeah. slot cars. It's, it's, it's very well done. Um, but I think that's going to be, I'm going to have a three-way tie with that, with Radiator Springs. I love a free fall ride, so Twilight Zone, okay. Tower of Terror, yeah. and it doesn't no. go right in I, I do like that, Hard too. Pass. I like that. Hard I like pass. that as well. 
And then I feel very guilty saying this because I know Dan, I believe, still hasn't gotten to go on it. I do uh, Star Wars let's... Rise of the Resistance. Great ride. And Dan, if you want any spoilers, just let me know because I've, I've done it twice. I hate you Hey, Dan, so weren't much. you supposed to go there? <laughs> what happened to those podcast. plans, Dan? This podcast is over. <laughs> Fine. My, I only have to wait another few years till my kid's tall enough. You, can go and ride. you know, five or six. Yeah. It's pretty good. You're ride. definitely tall enough. I'm too tall for some. Pretty sure. Pretty sure you're tall enough. I will say ride. that ride did scare the shit out of at least one of my kids. What rise of resistance? Yeah. Cool. Sierra was like unwilling <laughs> to open her eyes. Okay, that sounds fascinating. I don't know anything about it. I'm trying to keep it that way. Um, I it was I, all the I, drops. I really... <laughs> Are there a lot of drops? No. In fact, according to the okay. Walt Disney World website, uh, small drops. I'm okay with small drops. I mean, like. Uh, uh, Indiana Jones has one. It's not even a drop, really, but like there's a, there's a, there's a down slope, a sudden down slope that you can't see. Um, so that one's pretty. That one scared me the first time a bit, but like it was, it was so I was so caught up in the adrenaline of the ride already that I was totally fine with it. And then, um, you know, things like like, same thing like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean has like a little. It's got a down slope in the dark at the beginning that you don't necessarily see. I don't mind a drop. I'm not scared of drops. Yeah. I'll, I'll do roller coasters. My like son drops. loves roller coasters. And so we go to Six Flags a lot and we typically get season passes. Although I think this is going to be our last year having the season passes because they've made it such a bad deal. But he loves roller coasters. I don't like a wooden roller coaster because those always end up hurting my back. I, <laughs> my fear is not like I'm going to fall out of this roller coaster or whatever else. It's one. Well, I do have a fear that like the teenagers who work in these places aren't taking enough care. So like I'm always checking the <laughs> safety bars. That, but that's again, that's that's not a that's a confirmed yeah thing not unreasonable. That, it's yeah. it's yeah. I, I'm trying to think. This, it's not this, an accusation. It's it's yeah. an actual thing. This this is <laughs> a deep nuance. But I would say like I'm not afraid I'm gonna get injured or dead or that my kids will on an amusement park ride. I'm afraid that I don't want to have a death or injury in my family come from an amusement park ride which is not exactly the same thing i don't know if it makes sense it makes sense in my head i'm not afraid of actually the hurt or the injury I'm, i i'll never go to an amusement park again if anybody ever gets hurt in amusement parks like i just i don't want the shame and redi- like what a dumb way to get hurt or dead right <laughs> by going on a ride I that's guess? my stress. Uh, I mean, for me, it's like, it's a visceral, like, I don't like drops. Like in the same way, like when, like I'm in an airplane and it hits turbulence and that, you know, there's like a drop. I don't know oh, that. I don't like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, like that's either. what every drop feels like that to me. It triggers the same like part of my brain or whatever. So I told Lex this story, but I did once go on tower of terror. I was, I was convinced <laughs> I to go on. Story. Yeah. And I, yeah. I literally, I could not even scream. <laughs> I was so terrified. <laughs> it was just, it was just you screaming inside your heart. Yes, yes, yeah. I was, and yeah. I was just moaning. I like try to like. Yeah. We went on. A, we went there a long time. It was just, it was just me and Karen, and we went on that. I want to say three times, and then the last time she got that middle seat. That's where there's no bar. Oh, across nice. it, and she oh, did not no. like that. And so we were done after. <laughs> we were done after that. Uh, um, it's the ride I probably go on the most when I'm at a Disney park. Um, it's a really good, that's a really good ride. I really like that. The thing that I don't like is, is rides where you stand up, um, like roller coasters where you're standing, mm. um, sitting is uh, sitting. I'm okay with, um, I do not like standing. I don't want to go upside down either. And Dan, it sounds like you don't go on a lot of these kinds of rides, but I, 
I do have a, an irrational fear of decapitation as a tall person on those rides. Like I worry about that. Like I'm I'm constantly ducking because I mean, I'm again, worried it's that I'm too close to the at some point. So exactly, not, you know, it's not. I irrational. have also ridden Space Mountain once, and uh, <laughs> that that's what made me think of that. Uh, that was not as bad as Tower of Terror, but I still didn't particularly enjoy it. Uh, we're going to uh, to Paris, my family, later this uh, summer, and we're going to spend a few days after in Paris at Disneyland Paris, which is technically not in Paris. Um, and apparently, um, you know, I, I speak French pretty okay. Um, nobody else in my family does, but apparently most things are pretty bilingual for English speakers. Um, and they say that the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror ride is scarier there, that the the it's more Twilight zone and creepy and disturbing. So I'm intrigued to see how that goes. <laughs> so, uh, so there are fewer regulations here, so <laughs> yeah. it is possible. There are no safety bells anyway. <laughs> so it's do really not good. have any belts. <laughs> 